hello, Tom. Uh, I was just thinking about the last time I was in Japan and I was reminded of a horrible thing from the past. Japan's great, by the way. I'm a huge fan of Japan. But there is right. one downside, which is they don't have a smoking ban in pubs and bars. Really? So when you go to a bar, yeah, when you go to a bar, you come home uh, and your clothes smell of cigarettes. I mean, you, do you remember what that was like back, it was in, horrible. The, back in the day? Yeah, yeah it was yeah, horrible. absolutely disgusting. Yeah, I, mean, I tell you what, it reminds me of something that... Do you, remember, do you remember the song Same Jeans by some landfill indie band from the mid-2000s? Do you remember them? Is it so, about, uh, uh, identical twins? Yeah, boom, boom. No, uh, no, about wearing jeans as in the, the, the leg coverings, the trousers. Yes, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they sang, you know, I've had the same jeans on for four days now. Gonna go I remember that song. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... I remember thinking at the time and saying to people when I was in, uh, saying to colleagues, but like I've I've worn the same jeans for like a week and I don't think anything of it because they smell fine because that's it. And someone pointed out to me that that song came out just before the smoking ban was introduced in the UK, ah. meaning that if someone was going to the pub each night and were coming home, same jeans, their jeans would stink after yeah, four days, yeah. and you know, people's so hair stinks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, anyway, the point is we're making that. Smoking is really unpleasant. But, um, yeah, you know. and, 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 and it's a way of introducing uh, the idea that smoking is not just, I mean, it's not just uh, a bad smell uh, in your clothes and hair, but also it is one of the worst things that we know about in terms of epidemiology, you know, research on people's health. It's mm. one of the worst things for all sorts of different health conditions is, uh, is smoking. So wouldn't it be nice if there was something that would help people stop smoking? Uh, and that is what we're going to talk about today, which is vaping. So welcome to The Study Show. My name's Stuart Ritchie from the I uh, newspaper in the UK. Hi, and I'm Tom Chivers from Semaphore. So let's talk about vaping. It's amazingly controversial, uh, I find. I think you find... And one of the, one of the things that you find about uh, vaping is that you can see absolutely diametrically opposed opinions on all aspects of vaping. It's it's health um, effects and it relating to pregnancy and it relating to kids and youths and all that sort of stuff. Like you can find diametrically opposed opinions, but just by looking in different places on, on online from seemingly fairly authoritative sources as well. And, you know, there are some countries that have really taken quite a, a, a harsh legal uh, view of, uh, of of vaping. So for instance, in Australia now, you can only get e-cigarettes on prescription and there's like quite a strict ban on them. Um, and I believe our own health secretary in the UK has said, oh, I'd like to talk to Australia, my Australian counterpart and see if we can learn any lessons there. Hmm. The um, India banned them as well in 2019, uh, I think, right. uh, which um, and the World Health Organization, a, a consistent bait noir of the of the studies show seems like it yeah congratulated them on doing so and the world health organization branded e-cigarettes harmful in 2021 and said there wasn't enough evidence to show that they helped people quit smoking which is of course the big question that's a contentious question yeah apparently yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly um so what do we know what do they, i mean what in fact before we ask what we do we know what what would we want to know I guess. Yeah, I think I think the, yeah. The things you want to know are like: is vaping bad relative to smoking? Right. So mm. we know that smoking's bad for all yeah. sorts of reasons: lung cancer and a whole range of other uh, things. Yeah, yeah, like emphysema and uh, heart disease and yeah, cardiovascular stuff, all sorts of things. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and your genes smelling of smoke. Yes. And th- so there's that question: like, is vaping worse? How you know is vaping better or worse than that? 
Hmm. And then there's the question of, you know, regardless of how it is compared to smoking, how bad is vaping in an absolute sense? So yes. like if, if smoking had never been invented and then we just invented vaping, like would we have a health panic about that? And then there's the question of whether vaping is a gateway drug. Like mm. if, if if kids or anyone starts vaping, does that mean that they're more likely to start smoking? Uh, or in fact, is it the opposite of that? And is it actually the case that it helps people give up smoking? Yes. And then there's questions about, you know, specific populations of people like pregnant women and vaping. Uh, yeah. which I mean, is, presumably is, it could be both, right? And, and in, in answer to your question, your two questions about whether it acts as a gateway yep, drug true. and helps people give up smoking, there's no, there's no sort of logical logically necessary reason why it shouldn't do both yeah. those things in different people right? in different people yeah yeah, yeah yeah so let's let's start then with the first thing how yes. bad is vaping in a relative sense compared to smoking cigarettes right um so there's a figure i've heard which is which you know is, which is that smoke that vaping is 95 percent less harmful than cigarettes what do we what do we know about that number well if you look at articles in places like uh, there's a Guardian article and uh, there's an article on The Conversation, which is that website mm. where academics write about their research. Um, apparently that's debunked. That's a myth that mm. that, that vapes are 95% less harmful than uh, cigarettes. Um, it does sound a very specific number. It's a sort of, you know, harmful yeah. is such a, an ambiguous Yeah, what do you mean phrase. by harmful? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you could easily imagine if they said 95% less impact on life expectancy or something like that, which you could you could flesh out to, I guess. To- yeah. I mean, these numbers are often taken from like what your know, one paper uh, finds maybe some vague number that's related to that. And then they're sort of spun out, hmm. you know, from, from that. And then it's it made made more general. So, you know, I don't know exactly where that, you know, what, what, what that means in this context. But um, regardless of whether that figure is, you know, whether it's specifically 5%, it does seem to me that when you look at other sources, people do actually, like sensible people who have looked at the research on this do actually make the argument that vaping poses, you know, to quote the um, one of the tobacco researchers at, at UCL, that vaping poses only a small fraction of the health risks of smoking. And in fact, mm. there's, a, a, there's, you know, there's government documents on this where they, where the UK government gathered data on, you know, the relative risks of vaping. There's a Public Health England review that says that vaping is 0.5%, the cancer risk yeah. of smoking. I will say PHE as well, Public Health England, they have put out, they, they have quoted that 95% less harmful figure themselves. And I'm pretty sure Cancer Research UK and ASH, the smoking charity, they're both... I'm pretty sure they've trotted, they've used that 95% figure, and if they haven't, they've certainly said, you know, this is this is a this is vastly less dangerous. And yeah, or- and and they've been criticised for it, and mm. and and said, no, actually, we're sticking by mm. that. Um, there's a Royal College of Physicians report that I found that says, quote, although it is not possible to precisely quantify the long-term risks associated with e-cigarettes, the long-term mm. health risks. The available data suggests that they are unlikely to exceed 5% of those associated with smoked tobacco products and may well be substantially lower than this figure. So like, even if you don't think that it's 5% specifically and you think that might be an over-specific number, it does actually seem like sensible people do think that in a relative sense, vaping is way less dangerous than smoking. Yeah, in the orders of magnitude levels. Right. Whether it's 10% or 5% or 1% or something, you know, there is something in that area, you know. And to be honest, you can 
like that it's plausible to me that that makes that that makes sense like smoking is so bad like putting smoke tobacco into your mouth and inhaling it into your lungs seems like such a bad thing for your health and we have so much data on that Mm. that doing something that's quite different from that um and doesn't involve actually inhaling loads of smoke does seem to be like what a that that does seem to be quite a uh a plausible thing that that would be less harmful yeah i mean there's there's a sort of meme that i've heard which is we can't know the long-term effects and maybe we'll get back to this i don't know but the um it feels like actually i remember people smoking vapes 15 years ago you know and the rest i I feel like we're getting towards the stage now where we should start seeing what i would call long-term effects right you know that that, there's there's been it's it's been decades and you know you would you would expect to see a raised cancer risk from smoking within 10 years of people taking it up that sort of thing i think that's we we could start to saying the evidence is pretty good uh by now surely i would imagine yeah, you would think, and I think you know one one response to that argument. By the way, which is the which is the sort of thing that uh, I hate to. I don't want to poison the well here, really. But mm. I mean, anti-vaxxers said this about the mRNA vaccines and COVID, right? They said these are mm. these are new a new medical product, and we don't know how you know we don't know what the long term uh, health effects would be. Mm. It's it's true that we don't have you know a hundred years of evidence following people up on this stuff, but. We, we we do have kind of toxicological understanding of, you know, what are the chemicals in these things mm. and what effects do those chemicals, you know, plausibly have on the human body. And just like with the mRNA vaccines, we can say we don't think there's any, you know, toxicological, chemical, biological reason to expect that this would be, you know, uh, would have a particular health uh, effect. Yeah. I think people have looked at that and uh, uh, sensibly uh, said, the, the chemicals that you're getting from a cigarette are far worse uh, in terms are. of their they're, they're incredibly they're... incredibly horrible the, 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 yeah. I, I don't know I just the, the, I remember writing things about you know you could you could reasonably say that smoking is more deadly than like a tour of duty in Afghanistan or something like that you know, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's in fact, I'm sure that's true right so there, so it, 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 I think it's probably fair to say that it is much less much less dangerous than smoking I mean that is like we say that is like, a bit like saying it's less dangerous than lying on lying down on a train tracks or you know, yeah. playing Russian roulette or something but you know it, yeah, it is definitely yeah. less dangerous than smoking uh, is it is it how about the addictiveness I mean mm. is it is does it leave leave us leave people more addicted I don't know I hear all sorts of things about that that's a very common one that people say that it's more addictive than than smoking. But actually, I don't. I, the evidence that I've seen, uh, which is you know sur- survey survey evidence, um, is that people who are, if you just ask people, like to what extent do you think that you're addicted to smoking, versus what extent do you think you're addicted to vaping, hmm. you're much more likely to say that you consider yourself very addicted if you're a smoker than if you're a vapor that's just that's just, and you're and you're much more likely to say that you're not at all addicted now people might be mistaken about that and if you yeah. did take away their vapes they would start to feel you know that they needed needed them and so on and that's sort of a, addicts own own judgment of their own addiction is not necessarily the the question is how easy it is to quit if they want for people who want to quit how easy is it for them to quit and that's not shown yeah study right but that's not shown in this day and i don't know if i've seen a quitting vaping uh Mm. study actually because most of the studies tend to be quitting smoking which we'll we'll come we'll come to there may well be one on you know people who want to give up uh vaping as well i will will say something else though sorry in fact finish finish your thought there carry on carry on okay uh so that my um my my other thing is like I am undoubtedly addicted to a stimulant. Like I'm, uh, I really 
Like if, uh, and uh, you know, it won't be a massive surprise when I say that simulant is caffeine. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say that much more interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, I so r- racked up a couple of lines before I did this podcast. Uh, yeah. Jesus, <laughs> no, no, um, you were talking quite fast. I, if I don't have a cup of coffee by mid morning, I get a banging headache and get really grumpy. And if I don't have two cups of coffee over the course of the day in the afternoon, I'll get I'll sleepy and grumpy. And like, it, it is. I mean, I genuinely cannot not have a cup of coffee in the morning and quite often if we're rushing out of the house to go like take you know drive on or drive away on holiday or something like that and my morning routine gets broken then it'll get to like 10 30 11 o'clock and i'm snapping at the kids and i've got a banging headache and i don't know why and emma will my wife will say well have you had your cup of coffee and oh damn it no i haven't and that's why right and so i'm 100 percent addicted like there's wow. that and yeah. I, I have genuine physical withdrawal symptoms which are nothing to do with placebo effect because i will you know i haven't noticed it but it doesn't. I don't care. <laughs> it's fine. There's no, there's, yeah. no, there's no health impacts, and I can cure. I can live a perfectly normal, healthy life with this addiction because coffee yeah. is easily available and, uh, and not bad for me. So I so and a, reason yeah. Cheap, so you know? actually, the mere fact that you can be addicted, that you're addicted to something, is not actually an argument against it. Unless, I suppose, there is the thing where. You know, eat, coffee's easy to get, but I don't know. Maybe vapes. I I, I don't even know how much vapes cost. Like, no, you, if, if it costs are, lots are, of money, that's a bad thing, right? Are people spending lots of money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know about that, but yeah, but that's a, a very, a very good point, which you don't see many people make because, of course, mm. addiction. When you say it, is such a, ter- a terrifying, yeah, it's, it's terrifying thing. And my, I, I because don't, it is often very bad for lots of other substances. Like, yeah, clearly, to be addicted to heroin on the whole. You know, um, although I gather people again, if you get a clean supply, people lead normal lives. But I, I, I've heard not, that. I, I almost yeah. sort of can't really believe that, but I have heard that said. Yeah, yeah I'd like yeah. to look into that. But anyway, but yeah. as someone from Scotland, I endorse. Yeah. You've, you've uh, never been able to get hold of clean heroin, so you don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's that's a good point. But so, so then I think we should move to whether vaping is bad. I think we agree that vaping is 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 is, is less bad far, than smoking, despite what people despite what people yeah. say. What about the absolute sense? As I said at the start, like if we hadn't mentioned, if we hadn't ever invented smoking, and then vaping came along, hmm. would we think, "Oh my god, this is a really terrible thing that people should be avoiding," or would we think, "Oh, it's a fairly harmless, sometimes habit that people that people yeah, do"? Like, more like drinking coffee than smoking. Like, drink, exactly, drinking coffee rather than drinking like loads of alcohol or, or something hmm. like that. Remember, smoking hasn't been. Oh yes, in this imaginary, in this imaginary world, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah I'm sorry. Um, so I think everyone agrees that there's it's it's not risk free in an absolute sense, right? So yeah. there are studies and reviews of studies that point to uh, lung problems and wheezing and um, you know all all these kind of um, fairly low level uh, problems that people have. Mm-hmm. Also, some vapes have different chemicals in them than others. Hmm. And that means that you you can't necessarily know that you know the, the the health impact of this thing compared to this thing, especially if you're buying them on a kind of black market illegal basis, right. as people do in in many countries where they've been banned. You don't necessarily know the ingredients of them, and they can sometimes contain chemicals which we think are harmful. That's yeah. That's I, I, I remember in. 2019 there were there were a much publicized spate of deaths in the u.s by which which were in fact which were black market weed vapes as it turned out but everyone but they so everyone lumped it all in with the yeah sometimes they have thc in them right which is the which gives you the the high from 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 yeah so so those were obviously they were not the sort of the vapes that we get in the uk which are you know very much regulated and it was caused by some chemical um some heated oil in it which 
right. you don't get in certainly in UK vapes, which are banned, is banned under UK and EU law. Um, pro, um, and so the, but it caused something called lipoid pneumonia and it killed six people, which obviously when 40,000 people in the US were dying every month from smoking related diseases, doesn't seem that big a deal. Well, but you've was, got to have a sense yeah. of proportion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, yeah. So it's also not very relevant to, because it was only in these weed vapes. So to most people, it isn't that important. Well, here's something that might be more relevant, which is very regularly brought up. There's a, there's an article on the website, science-based medicine, mm-hmm. which has a big picture of someone's lungs and they're filled with popcorn. Oh. Um, and uh, which you know, I, it's a, maybe a, a, an odd thing for a science-based that medicine a, website yeah, to have fair. because so there's this thing called popcorn lung. Right. Everyone talks about, everyone talks about popcorn. You've heard about popcorn lung. I've, I've, I, I've, I hadn't really, but yeah, okay, let's go with it. <laughs> well, it's what you get if you vape. Apparently, oh. you get popcorn lung. So it turns out I looked this up. So it turns out po- popcorn lung is this thing that um, is it, obviously the uh, informal name for something called bronchiolitis obliterans, mm-hmm. which sounds like a spell from Harry Potter. I was going to say, or, say yeah, or, or, or like a transformer or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bronchiolitis mm-hmm. um, obliterans. And um, it's something which you get when you have a lung transplant, uh, and it's like a very serious, you know, kind of a scarring in your lungs, which which comes from having a big, a big, very serious operation. Oh, okay. And apparently, it can also it has it, at one point in history there was a popcorn factory, I think, in the US, where they were using um, diacetyl, which okay. is this chemical that makes a sort of buttery flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, to flavor the popcorn and i think some employees eight or something six or seven or eight employees got this popcorn lung got this bronchiolitis obliterans condition the scarring in their lungs and people thought it was related to the diacetyl that they were using to flavor the popcorn right so that's why it's called popcorn lung that's that i genuinely have learned something there because i've always assumed it was you know like um it made the lungs look because it looks like popcorn in some way like the damage looked no. you know like uh, no, i don't know that. Okay, well, I think live, you live and learn. contributes to the fear of the condition. Um, and if you look at the, there's various websites uh, that say, because diacetyl is sometimes used in flavorings for the e-cigarettes, for vaping as well, mm. for the for particular flavors. And um, if you look at the Johns Hopkins Medical School website, which is a you know, reliable source, yep. it lists, you know, under the headline, how vaping affects your lungs, it lists popcorn lung as a, as a possibility. The American Lung Association talks about mm-hmm. this in, in great detail and says that it's, quote, an urgent issue for public health. Sounds unquote. bad. Yep. Um, but the problem is, as Cancer Research UK points out, is that there have been no confirmed cases of popcorn lung linked to e-cigarettes. Like, Still urgent, very urgent. Important. <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, and, and there's an, even a step even worse than that, which yeah. is diacetyl is like 100 or maybe 150 times more prevalent guess where oh. in cigarettes oh, but remember we're, we're now in the world where cigarettes don't exist so you know <laughs> that's, that's true yeah, that's yeah. true that's true yeah. but um but but the interesting thing is that popcorn lung is not a thing that you get from smoking um, interesting you get lung cancer sure but it's not particularly a thing that comes up when you talk about smoking it's this new thing that people have brought up from from e-cigarettes even though there's no evidence from e so i i really think that whole thing is a really weird scare story that is not related to the evidence whatsoever. Um, I'm amazed that that has become such a common hmm. talking point. That's yeah, that is that is absolutely bizarre. I mean, I suppose <laughs> like I, I don't know if this is a fair comparison, but do you remember there was that sort of that that I mean, one of like those tomatoes aren't you know tomatoes aren't really a vegetable; they're really a fruit type things where it goes <laughs> around that like um, uh, people said, did you know there's actually more caffeine in tea than there is in coffee right. and 
actually, of course, as any you know that's nonsense because you don't get a caffeine high from drinking tea and you do from co- from coffee. It's just it's True. just it's it's just obviously crazy and false on that. And what it is is that pound for pound more there's more caffeine in a like a pound of dry tea than a pound of dry coffee. But when you dissolve the coffee in water or well, you rather you know or, or than the tea in water you know you put what you, you steep them in water loads yeah. more seeps out of the coffee than does so a, a cup of coffee has loads more caffeine than a cup of tea so Makes you're just sense, not right. okay so you're not measuring so i wonder if it's possible you know is it possible that the tobacco in tobacco cigarettes has it somehow doesn't combust or get into the lungs i guess that you know are we comparing like with like there i don't know god, god knows yeah god but knows. i suppose that's the only way around that that otherwise it's just completely insane and i don't know what these people are talking about yeah yeah i i yeah often these stories come about because of things like that so that makes that that could be that could be something like that but i, I really i think it's massively irresponsible for people to say that vaping causes popcorn lung and um, there's another couple of things which we should say like still acknowledging that there is some evidence that the some of the chemicals might be related to uh, uh, health health conditions. Yeah, there are also some like really bad studies in this area, like really genuinely bad studies that have had to be retracted from the literature. Yeah. So there was one that said that vapors developed cancer at a younger age than smokers. Mm-hmm. Now that sound that seems really oh, scary. Sound, like, oh gosh, you're getting awful, cancer yeah. at a younger age, uh, you know. But that's because. The smokers in the study were like age 60 or something on average, and the yeah. uh, vapors were in their 20s. And so well, if there were any cases of cancer, it would have been because of age. But if you've got a bunch of 60-year-olds and a bunch of 20-year-olds and you, and just and, and then observe them, and then you say, they, ah, the, 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 people, the people in the 20-year-old bracket got cancer at a younger age than the people in the 60-year-olds because you didn't run your trial for 40 years. Is that it? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's the thing. The average age of the smokers was 62, and the average age of the vapors was 25. What? So as Chris Snowden says, so straight away we have an answer to the question of why vapors got who got cancer developed. Uh, yeah, why vapors who got cancer, like conditional on their getting cancer, they got it at younger age because the group that you were looking at was a younger age. That's, that's just, I mean, that's just crazy talk. That's uh, that's brilliant. I mean, uh, just why why wouldn't you do something like some sort of case control or something to make yeah. that? Oh. And if you look at the study, the smoke, smokers got like had a much higher risk of getting cancer. Like in in, mm. in, in, in absolutely, if you just don't take into account age, they had a much higher risk of getting cancer. Yeah. And because they, were, by the way, that, because they smoke. Yeah, there's no indication as far as in this study that the vaping caused the cancer. It's just if you happen to be a person right, in exactly. your 20s who vapes and gets cancer, exactly. which you know may have been caused by I don't know uh hpv vaccine or hpv virus, not vaccine, not vaccine. Really, really yeah. astonishing. So anyway, it was yeah. retracted from the journal world journal of oncology okay um, and anyway there's another one there's another one that got retracted which i think is even more fun which found that vapors had a higher uh, had a high risk of heart attacks uh-huh. but it was a tiny first of all it was a tiny sample 38 people i think hmm. but the majority of the people uh, well 38 people who'd had heart attacks anyway yeah, think, yeah, yeah, um, the majority of them had their heart attacks years before they started vaping so like I- an average of 10 years, I think, before they started vaping. Time traveling so, vapes. <laughs> vapes are so bad that they go back in time and cause you to have a heart attack in the past. That's amazing. Um, That's amazing. Really remarkable, really remarkable. And there was also some other issues about permission from for some things. But anyway, that, that, that paper got retracted. Uh, that was in the Journal of the American Heart Association. And 
During peer review, the reviewers identified the important question of whether the myocardial infarctions, that's heart attacks, occurred before or after the respondents initiated e-cigarette use and, com- and requested that the authors use additional data to address this concern. While the authors did provide some additional analysis, the reviewers and editors did not confirm that the authors had both understood and complied with the request prior to acceptance of the article. So okay. a, a, a peer review failure, like yes. a major peer review failure. Um, that is, um, that's, that's not a great study by any, but okay. So, I mean, I, I've, I've spoken to, like, we, we, I've, I've spoken to, um, addiction researchers and, and, and people do, you know, it, I, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised. And I think this is basically accepted that inhaling hot vapor into your lungs can cause irritation. Irritation can, might have some long-term impacts. Um, you know, the yep. inflammation is generally not a good thing broadly speaking uh you know and no one claims that vaping is risk-free but then no argument from me there yeah exactly but nothing i've I, to some extent right i I've, i hate the phrase it, it's not risk-free because it is literally impossible to come up with anything that is risk-free that, yeah. that, 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 but i mean i suppose not i suppose it's always meant to have you know it's not without it's not the risks are not negligible the risks are not trivial they do exist and could have some impact on your life or, or might reasonably have some impact on your life i suppose that's and I hate to turn this this podcast into a broken record, but like when you're weighing things up, for, for in terms of risk, mm. you do also have to at least put some put it into the equation somewhere that people enjoy vaping. Yes. Uh, I don't think that's the case for kids, and I think probably you should say to kids that they you shouldn't kids start enjoy vaping. It. Well, maybe they maybe they enjoy it, but I think <laughs> yeah, they can't the uh, they can't consent to, or or you know have informed consent in the same way that um, mm. the adults can. I think, but when it comes to adults, you know, you've got to take into account the fact that they actually get something out of it, which is presumably the enjoyment of t- having yes. nicotine. Yes, exactly. Um, and then you do, and I, I I to forestall an obvious objection when when you get into addiction and for an informed consent then it does get a bit more complicated but broadly speaking uh, you've got to have some acceptance that adults make choices of their own yes. and they and and if they choose yes. uh, what sounds like a very minor health risk uh, uh, you know over the you know, or they choose the enjoyment over the minor minor health risk then that's you've got to yeah you've got to at least put that in your equation somewhere you just have totally to agree yeah yeah The study show is sponsored by The Eye. And The Eye is a newspaper in the UK. It's a daily newspaper. Um, It's got amazing coverage of British politics, but not only that, also um, world affairs. I'd say the the Ukraine war coverage has been absolutely stellar in the last little while. Um, But I do have something of a bias because uh, it's also my employer. I write uh, science articles for The Eye. I've been writing recently about physics, for instance. Uh, there was the controversy about the room temperature superconductor that I covered on the same day that it came that it came out and uh, poured a little bit of cold water on those on those claims. But I think a lot of people appreciated the skepticism, and I think mm-hmm. listeners to this podcast would uh, think uh, something similar. So, um, uh, and Tom, obviously, you also used to work for the Eye. I did until they traded me in for a younger model. Yeah. Yes, um, that, that, that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Um, and it, yeah, I, I, I love working for the Eye and I still read it regularly, especially Stuart's excellent newsletter, Science Fictions, I believe oh, it's called. Is that right? That's so kind, Tom. But yeah. it's not the only one. There's also newsletters on housing, economics uh, and politics too that you can sign up for. There are uh, deals for subscription right now. You can you can sign up um, for a digital subscription. It's 59 for a whole year 
of full access to the newspaper and it comes with all the apps and digital subscriptions there are not just articles but also all the other things you'd expect in a newspaper puzzles things like that too so um, if you want access to that then go to inews.co.uk forward slash subscribe and you can get access to the subscription to the eye we're very grateful that the eye has chosen to sponsor the study show so thank you very much thank you very much So we just mentioned uh, Children, kids and, yeah. uh, and stuff and addiction and so on. And uh, so that brings us to the question of whether vaping might be a gateway drug. Um, yes. Is it the case that vaping encourages people to start smoking? And that's an argument that's made by many people who are broadly on the anti-vaping side. Mm. What, what do we think about that? Well, I mean, it's a, it's such a common thing I, I, about the, the gateway mechanism you see it all over the place does vaping lead to smoking does vaping lead to marijuana does marijuana lead to harder drugs do video games cause real world violence does youtube cause extremism you know does, extremism yeah yeah exactly does anti-feminism lead to far-right beliefs is one i've seen you know and the and the the link is all i mean the, the link is always this thing happens first and then and then we see the uh, the second thing happening afterwards, right? You know, post hoc, ergo yes. propter hoc. If we're allowed to be all Latin, we see the um, wow, you, you know, very educated. Did you go I'm, to? Uh, I went, I went to one of the a, best. Yeah, a Russell Group University. I uh, have <laughs> Liverpool, baby. Um, yeah, That's Russell Group, isn't it? It is indeed Russell Group. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. but and it's also yeah. It's not normally so. You know, I, I went to Liverpool University. You know, um, but just I did. Say, I just it. say our Russell Group University, yes, then people exactly. won't know which one it is. And, yeah. No, I'm very proud of. Anyway, oh. Liverpool <laughs> University is brilliant, and everyone should go there. It's a lovely place. You've got an immediate problem here, right? Which is that the thing, the the order always goes in the easiest thing to get hold of, and then the less easy thing to get hold of. So you yeah, know, it, it is all you know. It is easier to get hold of smoking. Easier to get hold of marijuana than it is of cocaine, for instance, if you're a young person. So it is just statistically likely that you will see they will tend to come across marijuana first and cocaine and heroin later. And Makes sense, yeah. The question is, which is always just assumed, I think, in these situations, that the marijuana in somehow, so, some sense causes the cocaine or the vaping causes right, exactly. the smoking or whatever. And there are actually studies, by the way. There are studies that show... So there's a 2017 study. Those who had used... So this is young adults, teenagers and young adults... Those who used e-cigarettes had a 23% chance of starting to smoke compared with a 7% chance when they hadn't used e-cigarettes. So there's the, there's the correlation, right? Yes. I mean, and, the, and it would amaze me if there wasn't a correlation. I mean, the question is, right, whether or not this is like, – whether I mean, people have personalities. That's, that's – right. that, that, it's, it's a big claim, I realize. Like really but stable – yeah. traits that they that generally mean that their you know behavior is in, in certain ways yeah it varies but it sort of varies around a particular set point exactly um, some people are more extroverted some people are less so on yeah yeah and one of them one personality trait is is risk appetite right how how will how willing you are to, to do risky things and risky behaviors is a very broad and yeah, but you know, think, things that are obviously risky might include I don't know skydiving or driving too fast or taking drugs yeah. or smoking and these things which are which have known health impacts but also or potential health impacts but also thrill upsides or you know in psychology people call it sensation seeking like sensation. you get this, you get the sensation that you that you desire that's what you're yeah. after that high of you know doing something you know yes. that's thrilling or whatever exactly and I think it is just. It is incre- it would be incredibly unsurprising to me 
and I think this is you know, and to, to a lot of people, but if someone who is prone to do risky behavior, A, for instance, vaping, um, which we establish is, you know, has, has includes both sensation and some risk, but also, and they're also um, more prone to do um, risky sensation B, for example, smoking or various other things, yeah. you know, taking yeah. drugs, vaping. And I, I would be, I would be, unsurprised to learn that for example vaping is also correlated with driving too fast or um yeah yeah and and the the, the you know, there's loads of studies in sort of risk risk behavior psychology that totally would back that up and uh, yeah i think the euphemism people use is that you know the risk factors for vaping and smoking overlap but what they mean is the sort of person who does vaping is the sort of person who does all sorts of other stuff including smoking which completely should just to anyone who's met human beings shouldn't be that surprising yeah, i don't yeah. think now that doesn't necessarily uh, you know, rule out a causal effect no, of, of vaping to smoking yeah. but it but it does mean that when you just merely show the correlation you can't you know you, you just can't really make any inferences from that without going to a little bit more you know so the the the, the kids in the study i mentioned weren't randomized to be given vapes and then followed up to see if they'd started smoking exactly they selected into using vapes and those are you know there's gonna be huge big uh, risk factors there for the sort of appetite they have for doing things like smoking okay so i guess one thing you could do is look at whether because vaping's got more common, right? The, the, the vapes, yes. to all intents and purposes, didn't exist twenty years ago. They're now pretty prevalent, so I assume the number of people vaping has gone up. If vaping led to smoking, possibly it would show an increase in smoking rates. Is that what we see? Yeah, I mean these things can be somewhat more complicated sometimes. But just if you mm. just look at the broad picture, mm. smoking in the UK, smoking has gone down and down and down. The, the graph of 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 you know people who smoke. Yeah, adults anyway who smoke, and yeah. it's the same for kids. But the graph has just gone down and down and down. In the nineteen seventies, like forty five percent of the adult population smoked. It's crazy and, to think about, and, which is amazing. Yeah, but now it's down to like somewhere between ten and fifteen percent with kids. So the most recent data I could find on the kind of government statistics website is that 12% of kids, this is aged, I think, 11 to 15. Mm-hmm. I, I find this amazing. The, the percentage of kids who had ever smoked, if you look at like 1980, is about 50%. It's incredible to me. Uh, which is a very high number of people. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was obviously the cool thing to do. Um, but if you ask people that now, mm. it's only about 12%. And, you know, it was 16% in 2018. So it's been dropping and dropping and dropping. And, you know, we're talking low single figures for for kids who say that they're current smokers like they're regular regular smokers uh, current or regular smokers so that's just not a thing whereas vaping has gone up a bit so if you just look at the broad picture it's not the case that vaping you know you know has has increased at the same time as smoking has increased or that vaping seems to have caused a an uptick in the increase you know in the in the amount of people smoking presumably there's you know still only what i i I see from your comment your your notes and the thing it's only about five percent of people adults now do vape so i guess it could be that it does have some positive impact in the people who do vape but it's being overshadowed by other societal trends towards less smoking generally i guess that could be that could be that that. that's why these things are a bit more complicated and looking at the broad you know yeah. the broad trends are not the best thing to do but it, it you know it doesn't look like there's this massive epidemic that's no. uh, there's a hard that, limit on how much it can be causing yes a, 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 yeah. how much it can be a gateway drug for things when generally speaking the trend is to for it being way down smoking yeah. being way down yeah okay but, but that brings us another point right 
because the point of vapes to some degree, certainly if you speak to tobacco researchers, you know, um, addiction research people, the point yeah. of vapes is that they are supposed to help people come off cigarettes. Uh, and is there evidence that that is true? I mean, yes. And, and actually, actually amazing amounts of evidence. I mean, I was really surprised. I looked mm. up the latest Cochrane collaboration review. You know, they do all the systematic reviews and meta-analyses of, 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 of studies, medical studies. Hmm. They uh, there was one in November 2022, and they said that there's high certainty evidence that e-cigarettes with nicotine increase quit rates compared to nicotine replacement therapy. So that's like patches, patches and stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah, uh, and moderate certainty evidence that they increase quit rates compared to the increase quit rates compared to yeah, like electric electronic cigarettes that don't have nicotine in them. I mean, I'm a, I, I'm I'm really amazed. Apparently, there's 78 different studies. Uh, and I'm really quite, you know, uh, uh, amazed that we have that much evidence, given that there's also so much discussion of how bad vapes are. Yeah. You know, it doesn't seem to fit at all. I feel like I, I, you know, it's not like I spend all my spare time going around reading Cochrane reviews, but yeah, I do feel like seeing high certainty evidence is quite, quite, you know, it's quite a rare thing on yeah. a, a Cochrane well, reviews I... being this amazing, the, these libraries, the Cochrane library does a series of meta-analyses, it, it, it collates studies on various topics and tr- tries to assess yeah. the overall evidence in that topic. And that's what it's done here. And that's pretty think... rare, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you and I look at controversial areas because we're writing articles about, you know, current debates and things. I think maybe there's lots of high certainty evidence on boring medical treatments that everyone uses that no one Maybe that's about. true. Maybe. Yeah, like, I don't know. A review it, finds it, that things fall down when you drop them, that sort of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, in the, but in this case, uh, it's a very controversial issue societally. Mm. And yet medically, it doesn't actually seem that controversial when you when you look at the evidence, at least according to the Cochrane Review. I mean, obviously, they're not infallible. And they have been criticized yep. previous updates of the review but you know they say things if you look at the criticisms um they say things like most people are still dependent on nicotine after using vapes to quit smoking at least in some of the studies but you know that's not the point they've quit smoking yeah that takes us back to the addiction point earlier like you're you're it's actually sort of it's it's less of a problem if you're addicted to something that's not harming you yeah than if you're addicted to something which is very rapidly killing you you know that's a very different thing yeah uh, totally and and again it's about this proportion like it seems like e-cigarettes are one of the best things that we have to help people quit smoking Hmm. and given how bad smoking is that seems like a really really good thing and it almost seems churlish to say well but you're also you but even if you know you're replacing the smoking with something that we also think is bad that's like such a small fraction of the badness yeah exactly and 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 once again, if people were enjoying their cigarettes but wanted to not smoke them because it was killing them, now they've got the opportunity to enjoy the the high, I guess, and then yes. at, at a fraction of the health costs, then that seems yeah. it seems a broadly good thing. Uh, you know, like, fine, and, you know. and, and that's what and that's what organisations you know who I think are pretty sensible, like Action on Smoking and, and Health, Ash, mm. say that that you know we should think of e-cigarettes as a a smoking cessation tool above all and that's how you should talk to people about them and that's how you should talk to kids about them and, and so on that's the main thing that they're that they're there for um, yeah. and and you know if you're if you're an anti-smoking charity it seems like they're a great thing for you to help reach your goals yeah i mean yeah yeah okay so it does they, so that's that's nice and straightforward do i uh, do uh e-cigarettes help people quit smoking yes that's the end of that Right. And then uh, I think there's you know another question, which is that do they help people quit smoking when they're pregnant? Because of course, smoking mm. in pregnancy we know is a is a bad Extremely thing. Extremely bad. Yeah. Um, uh, causes 
lower birth weight, um, all sorts of uh, other kind of effects, issues. Is that is it raise risk of yeah, birth? Yeah, yeah. I think so, if, yeah. If heavy heavy smoking. I mean, a lot of these things are are confounded uh, and, and and not as maybe the effects are not as big in reality as they are they seem to be from the studies. But I think smoking does. You know, you look at those studies and 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 they're pretty solid. Yeah. Um, the evidence that that smoking in pregnancy is bad and you should give up. So helping people to give up seems like a good idea. And in fact, there's a randomized controlled trial last year um, mm. in Nature Medicine that says that vaping was more effective than nicotine patches for stop for helping pregnant mums give up cigarettes. I wouldn't say that the evidence was super strong. It doesn't look like it's you know it doesn't like jump massively off the page. Um, there was also some evidence in the study of when they actually gave birth, lower birth weight, which is you know a bad thing. Being you know low birth weight, you know, but beyond a certain threshold, being rarer in the vape group than the patch group, so there might be some benefit there. I wouldn't say it was again super super strong, and I'd want to see more evidence on that. But um, and of course, in a perfect world, you wouldn't do any of these things. You just would quit, instantly quit cold you turkey, yeah, exactly. quit go, go, go cold turkey. But before that's really that, hard. You should, should quit before you know, even when you're trying before you even get there. Uh, that's what people say. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. But yeah. that's really difficult, and people get pregnant and they don't realize, and so they have to quit later, and it can be very difficult. It's very stressful and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Um, but uh, it seems but like- I feel like I've seen some really devastating, like really scary headlines, <laughs> though about. Yes. Okay, so so I've, I've seen you know what I've seen an article by by an author called Stuart Ritchie on this topic. So yes. I'll let you tell tell me a bit about the. Well, uh, the headline that you're talking about is yeah. uh, there was an article a couple of weeks ago at the time of recording uh, in the Sun, the 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 UK's you know top tabloid newspaper. Of course, and the headline was "Danger Zone: Vaping while Pregnant Is All Caps No Safer." Ooh. than smoking and can leave your baby deformed study suggests oh that sounds awful and, that sounds really yeah. bad <laughs> yeah and I, I looked at that study there's an article i wrote about it uh, yeah. in in the eye and um you know how there's that account on, on twitter that, that that points out when there's a press release or a media study a media article about a study and it was not in fact done in humans uh, it, this this twitter account tweets in mice yes so yeah. uh, in, in this case this was done in mice and in fact it was done in nine mice so nine pregnant mice right. Right. So, and if they it, were if like, done in nine humans that would be bad yeah right, exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly um uh, although i guess mice have a lot more kids so when you're looking at the kids there's more there's more kids uh, so, per yeah, per pregnant through, through that yeah per pregnant mice but um but still it's a tiny number and um they put the, the pregnant mice some of them you know, the randomized randomized them into uh, like being in a box, like huffing vape fumes in 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 the box, which for their entire pregnancy or for it does seem um, for a long time and all, and with I lots think of for lots some of vaping, yeah. yeah, some period of time where there's lots of lots of uh, mm. and they, they they took they took vape fumes and every few seconds like you know, filled the box, the sealed box with vape fumes. It seems a bit cruel, yeah, uh, and also not, nothing not... like how vapes. Uh, yeah it's it's orders of magnitude higher than you get from yeah yeah totally totally and then if you look at the results weirdly the the, actually there was no difference in birth weight and birth weight is one of the main things that we know is affected by Hmm. humans smoking in pregnancy so it doesn't even fit that sort of thing but then they kind of looked in they looked at gene expression and they found a few things although i i I think there's an awful lot of hypotheses tested there Hmm. for 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 a quite a small sample the more hypotheses you test the more likely you are to get a, a false positive and then the thing about deformity can leave your baby deformed is that there were some small differences in like the size of certain elements of the baby mice 
in their skull uh, and things like that, okay. which may or may not be related to any actual health outcomes uh, yeah. in the end of it, in the, you know, in the vape group compared to the, the non-vape group. It's just a really bad study. And yet the authors put out a press release, which reads as if it's about humans there's one tiny reference to animal models but it talks about like the baby and all that sort of stuff like it, it it's clearly in my view written as if it was about humans and and you know the, the the authors are quoted saying this is evidence that people should give you know um give up vaping as well and not use vaping as a uh, a, a way to, to quit smoking you should just and you should just quit I think really irresponsible for scientists to put out a press release like that, especially when there's other conflicting evidence out there too. Yeah. Well, once again, I do, I do really think that the media is only partly to blame for the misunderstanding in these things. 100%. I will say, right, on that sub show, you know, that, that headline saying vaping is, is no safer than smoking. This has led to something. I mean, we should probably wrap this up now, cause, uh, but the, in something that has driven me absolutely mad and is genuinely like a public health catastrophe, I think, to some extent, is that a few years ago, in 2013, according to Action on Smoking and Health surveys, 7% 7 of people thought that e-cigarettes were more harmful or as harmful as smoking tobacco. So seven, right. you know, less than one person in 10, one person in every 15 or something like that. Uh, in 2021, 32% of adults thought that it was, it was as Damn. harmful. Yeah. Um, and the PHE going, I think, of the same thing says only 34% of adults in 2022 now accurately believe that vaping is less harmful than smoking. There's just been this sort of steady drip drip of headlines and wildly overhyped uh, studies yeah, like that one. Dangerous, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They have convinced a gigantic swathe of the British population and presumably the world population that the that vaping is you know, there's no, that vaping is just as bad as smoking so there's no point you know, which makes people think there's no point in quitting smoking and using yeah. vape and using vapes to do so right 2023 more than half more than half of children thought that vaping was just as bad as smoking which is right. it's just not true right yeah. it's just not true yeah. and and vaping is not risk-free but it is a lot more risk-free than smoking and it the one thing we can be sure of is it does help people quit, right? That's yeah. True. I'm really yeah. I, I do I do find it weird that there seem to be like act, activists on um on on, on on you know there's 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 people who are being activists against smoking and that that's always been the case, but they seem to have I mean they've won in many in many cases, right? There's now smoking bans, smoking's ticking down in in in, in loads of different countries. They've kind of moved on to vaping as if it was the same kind of, you know, the same level of enemy, yeah. but it really isn't. And in fact, it might actually help them defeat their main enemy, which is smoking. Yeah, um, exactly. They don't seem to have they don't seem to have picked up on that. Yeah, like the World Health Organization praising India for banning e-cigarettes, which I, my fairly confident bet is that it will make will have an overall net negative impact on public health. And, you know, it's not as if Indians, India has a high smoking rate, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. By, you know, and so you, you, what you do is there is you get rid of one of the ways people can quit. It just seems seems crazy depressing. to me. Yeah. It totally, it totally, I, I, I really do find that quite quite depressing. Yeah. I think that's we should we should wrap it up there. We should. Yeah, we've covered we've covered we've covered vaping. So um, we, we'd love to hear what you uh, think about that. And of course, you can uh, leave us a leave us a comment and so on on on, uh, on Substack. And in fact, that Substack address is the studiesshowpod.substack.com. Yes, or um, the studiesshowpod.com. Uh, yeah, now, we've actually got the URL. You can, now, yep, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. And you can become a subscriber there. You can put your email address in and become a subscriber to the Studies Show. We'll send you an email every time we release a podcast. And if you're feeling very generous you can also support us 
uh, financially as well. And there's some options on that on the site and you're going to get access to uh, chats with us and also some subscriber only episodes if you do that. So thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Yes. Thanks very much, guys. Take care.